Hi, beautiful people. Happy Saturday. Happy weekend. I wanted to pop in here for a little after party after the beautiful week that we spent together. If you're listening on the podcast, welcome. Um, I know that I felt on Friday, I got a bunch of DMs from people saying, what time are you going live? Um, and we didn't have anything planned for Friday because it was a four-day training. And uh, I was having a little bit of uh, of FOMO and withdrawal, not being with you as well. So uh, I promised everyone who reached out that I would come in to do a little bit of an after party to reflect on a little bit um, of the magic that we created together in the four days. And I asked myself, like, what, what else is coming through me? What else do I want to share before our time together comes to an end? And so I wrote a few a few notes for myself, a few talking points, um, a few things. First of all, the contest winners have been announced. So Aida won the books, Shalisa won Women Taking the Lead, and Nikki won, um, I'm sorry, Shalisa, yeah, Shalisa won Women Taking the Lead, and Nikki won empowered girl mom so reach out to me via dm so i can get those to you which is super exciting also want to congratulate gabby who just joined us on the live as our newest girl life coach so exciting to have you gabby um and so we talked a lot about fear last week we talked a lot about the roadblocks that we put in our own way almost our upper limit that stops us from moving through and doing the things we want to do. Now, here's the deal. We're not trying to create a world or we're not trying to create a life for ourselves where it's it's void of fears. Because at the end of the day, so often the fear is actually something that's moving us in the right direction. It means that we're growing in some way, that we're willing to evolve, that we're willing to learn something. Um, to get to share something personally, I have uh, something happening next week where I'm going to be presenting to a hundred people. Um, it's like it, it's like a corporate thing, and I'm going to be doing it on Zoom, and I'm really excited about it. But I am so nervous, like I'm feeling the imposter syndrome. I'm feeling all those feelings we talked about last week, and so funny that this opportunity just came. And I'm feeling all the feels. And so I need to go through the process myself. I need to remind myself that um, I need to speak my truth, even if my voice shakes. I need to remind myself that I am prepared for this. This is the stuff I've been talking about for years and years. This is the stuff of my soul. And so whatever comes through is what's meant to come through because it's almost like I've been preparing for this my whole life. But, it, you know, we don't want there not to be fear. We just want to be able to groove with the fear, to dance with the fear, and um, to dissolve it one by one, right? Not all of them are gonna happen overnight, but we do them one by one. Um, and you know, if you don't have something on your calendar that gets you a little worked up, that gets your heart beating a little faster, I'm willing to say that you're not in a position that you're willing to grow. Right, We need to have those things that keep us on our toes and help us develop our excellence and help us um, go deeper than we ever thought that we could, okay? If you're here with me live, let me know because it's always more of a party when it's a party, when I hear from you, when I get your feedback and I can respond to what's being shared. Um, 
So that's a little bit about fear. We spoke about perfection paralysis, imposter syndrome, and financial blocks. And I just want you to remember that your desire for impact must be greater than your fear. And the best way to do that is to consistently connect and reconnect to your why. What is it that keeps you up in the wee hours of the night and wakes you up um, before sunrise, hanging on your heartstrings, asking for your attention, right? What is it? What is that thing that um, moves you? Your why, because when the why is powerful, the how presents itself, right? Your why is that co-creative process with the universe. You answer that why and the universe is gonna dance with you. It's gonna show up, it's gonna show you what she's got, right? But it all happens when you go first. You must always be willing to go first, okay? Um, when it comes to, like just a few things that I want to share, uh, whether you decide to join us or not for Girl Life, I think these will apply to you, um, and I'm going to share them in a moment, uh, but I do want to remind you that this Facebook group is closing on Thursday night at 10 p.m. The videos are coming down on Tuesday. Um, the bonuses are ending on Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, so if you are thinking of joining us either in the membership, in the nonprofit, or the Girl Life Academy as a Girl Life Coach, Please um, ask your questions now. I really want to be of service to you and, and I want to connect with you while we're all still part of this group. If you're thinking of joining the Girl Life Academy, please reach out to me because I love to meet the women who are thinking of joining the family and becoming coaches. If you need any links, if you want me to tag you in any replays before Tuesday, if you have questions, time is of the essence. Um, definitely reach out now. And, and let's get this going. Let's get excited. Let's get excited to each step into our very unique girls empowerment movement. Um, no two girl life movements will look alike. I want us to remember that there's no comparison here. If anything, the magic of our community comes from our sisterhood. It comes from our connection. Um, and I want you to remember that the power, the most powerful woman in the in the room is always going to be the most authentic one is always going to be the, the most connected one is always going to be the one who shows up with her full heart so we fear that we don't look the part and we don't act the part and the truth is it's all energy it's all energy it all comes from our energy everything is energy and so when you walk into a space let's say it's a girls empowerment uh, workshop that you've decided to run all those girls need from you is your full heart and your attention because attention is hard to come by these days, isn't it? We are all so consumed by our daily tasks and our routines and our work and our telephones and our um, like list of responsibilities, which I know is endless. It's the truth. I, I wouldn't say that it's not, but that's why when we spend this time with the girls, whether we're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching or in a workshop setting, all they want from us is our attention. They wanna be seen and heard, and they wanna feel significant and important, which is what we're there to deliver. We are there to see the light in them and treat them as if that's all they see, so all we see. So that is actually one of my very favorite Wayne Dyer quotes, is treat the light in, uh, see the light in others and treat them as if that's all you see. Um, 
make it a personal goal to be able to do that because so often we are in friendships, relationships, um, extended family, uh, people we work with, coworkers that we we get tripped up by, we have a hard time with, maybe our personalities are different, maybe um, we feel some compet competition. Um, what if in those times, those difficult people, those people who trigger you the most, you chose to see the light in them and treat them as if that's all you see? How would you show up differently if you only saw the good things, the light? And how would they respond when you only see the light in them and you treat them as if that's all you see? All of a sudden, you're holding them to a higher standard because you're only choosing to put your focus on what's great, their greatness. And even if you think there's no greatness, when you start to look at them this in this way, I promise you, you will find it. Okay, so that's just a little experiment that I invite you to try. I remind myself of it all the time and I promise you it reaps um, so many beautiful benefits. So back to energy. Um, energy matters, right? So how do we hone in on that good, good juju, that good energy? How do we bring it into our lives? Well, the good energy is already within you, right? We just have to uh, focus on doing the things that feel good. We need to focus on our feelings. So often we forget about those feelings, but those feelings are the indicator of how we move through our life. So what if every morning we had an energetic practice, whatever that is. Now it sounds like, ooh, energy. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can be a dance party in your kitchen when you're getting breakfast ready for your children, right? It could be a jam session with you, yourself, and you in the car listening to Metallica, right? We just want that energy flowing through us. Maybe it is a walk outside listening to a podcast that is inspiring to you. Perhaps it is a morning practice of meditation. Perhaps it's 20 minutes of reading a book that moves you. So that energy, like you get to hone it in, you get to decide how, nobody else can tell you how to do it. I know everyone's like, meditate every day and your whole life will change. I'm not saying that's not true, but I think for those who don't meditate or resonate with meditation, there are a million other things you could do to bring in the good energy so that when you move through your day, you don't get tripped up by all the little things because that's not where your focus is anymore, right? So like for example, in the workshops that we do with our girls, we invite them to have a morning gratitude practice. So we ask them to drop a gratitude, gratitude note every morning in their gratitude jar. That in and of itself is a practice because it's getting them into the habit of seeking for what is good taking the time to to make a note about what is good the action right the somatic action of putting that um, that note in the jar and then the subconscious reprogramming of every day when they're when they know that they need to put a note in the jar that next morning or that night they are seeking the good seeking 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 and whatever you look for is what you will find we talked about this when we talked about perceptions um, when you get to decide which kind, which color glasses you put 
uh, on every morning, you are also going to be the dictator of the way that your day looks. So I, I posted something in this group yesterday, uh, a quote that I, I, I don't remember when I said it and then I, I jotted it down and then I really do look at it. And every morning I ask myself today, 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 am I going to wake up and choose to see the world through a lens of love or through a lens of fear? Remember, we discussed on day one that that which is love cannot be fear and that which is fear cannot be love. So what are you going to create space for in your world? What are you going to choose to focus on? I invite you to see the world through a lens of love because it's so much more delicious and juicy. Um, you meet the most magnificent people, the most incredible opportunities land in your lap because you are moving into the world with an open heart. Um, same thing, you know, we, we talk about abundance, we talk about lack mentality. Um, do you see the world through like a world of possibility? Do you see a world of limitation? Can you reframe the things that aren't working for you in your life, right? I'm gonna share a really funny story with you. Um, recently, I've started this little practice because I am an early bird. I've always been an early bird. I was raised in a home where if you were like, if you arrived five minutes before the appointment, you're late, which means I always arrive for job interviews, appointments, um, whether it was the hairdresser or, um, you know, I, I had an appointment with another person for work, whatever it may be, I'm always early because that's how I was raised. Now, I've tried to raise my family with those same values, but it it is not so, <laughs> not at this point anyways. Um, and they're always running 10 minutes late. So think about it. I'm running like 15 to 20 minutes early. They're running 10 to 15 minutes late. That leaves me with half an hour of time every time we're going out uh, waiting for my family. And of course, as you can imagine, it causes a lot of frustration for me. Um, and I, you know, and I start going into lecture mode and anger mode and all of that. And so I've recently reframed that and I've given myself this opportunity. Well, I've got 30 minutes now to spare. And I know you're going to think this sounds super duper funny, but like some days I don't get the time to exercise. And so I just put on my sneakers in my house and it's not a huge house, but I, you know, there's space. So what I do is I get my steps in. I walk my ass <laughs> through the entire house and I get my steps in and I get like 6,000 steps in, in those, well, not in the 30 minutes, but by the end of the day, I've gotten six or 7,000 steps in just because I decided to reframe something that was, you know, causing me a great deal of annoyance into something that could serve me in some way. And so guess what happens? The movement is good for me because I, you know, I needed the movement and the energy flows through me. That's really ultimately in any of these practices that we're looking at, whether it's meditation or yoga or dance, um, it's energy moving through you. So I'm walking, the energy is moving through me. I've used my time in a valuable way and I'm less angry, if not, not angry at all at my family. So it's like we get, you know, it's just like a really funny example, but to show where's the opportunity in everything that's happening. And even the stuff that is, um, you know, stuff that you wouldn't invite in. And in fact, that is the very stuff that we have the opportunity to transform. That's one really simple um, first world 
example, but I'm sure you could think of others, um, other ways that you just get to spin something around to make it work for you in some way. And that's called reframing. So what am I doing here? I'm just sharing about some of the things I just wanted to leave with all of you. Like we've had this beautiful week together. Um, and I really do feel like when we step into the highest version of ourselves, when we do that inner work on ourselves, we become this vessel, this vessel that can move mountains, this vessel that can speak truth, this vessel that can move through the world and um, in one way or another bring light to everyone we come in contact with. And so uh, I appreciate you all so much. I appreciate you all spending the time here um, becoming that most empowered version of yourselves. Please get in touch with me if you're thinking of joining the Girl Life Movement. You're not sure which one. You need links. You need replays. I'm here for it. As I mentioned on Tuesday, the group is going to, I'm sorry, the, on Thursday, the group is going to be closing and on Tuesday night, enrollment ends with all the special bonuses that we have available to you when you wanna become a Girl Life Coach. And I want to leave you with um, one message from my book that I chose. Usually I like to close my eyes and choose a message, but today I was very intentional about the message that I wanted to end this beautiful time that we've all had together. The book is XOXO from a girl who gets it, Life Notes for the Young Girl Within, and I say it's a book for girls ages five to 105 because they're, these messages are for us now and for our inner girl and for our future selves. So um, the message for today is everything you need is already inside of you. I don't know if you could see that beautiful visual created by my friend, Debbie Hernandez. So here we go. Hey, precious girl, take this from me. Everything you need and want to feel, you've got to create inside of yourself first. You want people to treat you right, treat yourself right first. You want people to accept you, accept yourself first. You want people to notice you, notice yourself first. Try thinking this way whenever you are searching for something that just doesn't seem to come your way. When you find what you need on the inside first, you become a magnet for happiness and success. You get what I'm saying? Taking care of your own needs is an inside job, so don't go looking anywhere but on the inside to create a life that you love. What's one thing that you are ready to start looking for inside of yourself today? Hashtag look inside XOXO from a girl who gets it. So I hope that message ser served you today. Remember, anything it is, anything at all that you are seeking in this world, that you are seeking um, from other people, just look on the inside. Be the deliverer of that thing for yourself. Um, show people how it's done, right? And then you move through this world differently as a result of that. All right, people, love you all so much. And thank you for being a part of this beautiful experience. Really, I, I, I can't say it enough. I know I've been saying it in the DMs and, and um, in the messages, but this has really been magical for me. And I thank you all for showing up.